0: Good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I am your co-host, Austin.
1: And I am your other co-host, Adrian.
0: Welcome to another week.
1: Indeed, way to get Adrian. on that.
0: Thank you, thank you. Uh, did you do any anything absolutely
1: remarkable this week? Um, Yeah, I guess you can say that. Um, I mean, I thought it was remarkable, but that just feels like there's a lot of anticipation to that, that question.
0: Um, what, what did you do?
1: Um, so this past week was the 4th of July. Um, well, so, first off, work has been pretty miserable lately. Our, like, network has basically died, um, and we're trying to save it. Um, but basically it's like, um, it's, I like to describe it as a sinking ship our server where, where all of our data and information and programs are. is like a sinking ship. Yeah. And so it's sinking, and so we have to get everything off it onto other smaller boats to save it. Uh, but the problem okay. is every time we try to get more stuff off, you, you sink the boat faster, it feels like. Uh, okay. So that's kind of the situation we're in. Not ideal. Um, no. And then it also feels like that there's like half of the crew doesn't realize that the ship is sinking, and they just are continuing trying to continue to do their job um, while everybody else is scrambling to fix the the sinking ship part. Um, so that's that's a fun twist. So that was that was most of my last week and this week. Um, and that's been pretty miserable but it's getting better Um, we're we're making progress and um, getting in the right direction so that's good Uh, but what was nice to offset that was the fact that we had the 4th of July Offset? Yep so on uh, the 3rd I went to Portsmouth with some friends to watch the fireworks there And that was pretty good. Um, We were in this, like, big... We were in a baseball field, basically, with a bunch of people. And then uh, their fireworks show was pretty good. Um, Yeah, it was was good.
0: Apparently, I have never seen a good fireworks display in my life. Why do you say that? Um, People were telling me that unless you feel the concussive force of the fireworks, then it's not worth seeing. And I have never felt that in my life. That
1: seems extreme.
0: Um, I don't. I don't know. May,
1: I like. I could believe that makes fireworks better. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So then on the fourth, uh, got up and watched Stranger Things. At about nice. 10, 10 a.m. Uh, Had some egos. Wow. Yeah living it up
0: Oh my goodness did you also have a delicious new coke No Oh good um, That's That's the thing I'm most mad about We'll talk about
1: it Okay Um so we watched the first four s- episodes and then went to my friend Isaac's house got some food chatted pretty much, I could have swam, I don't know. Not, I mean, the problem with to swimming pool. is that you get all wet. Not an ideal situation. Um, let's see. After that, then we went to my other friend's house in Dover. And there's a big group of people there as well. We saw the Dover fireworks. Cool. Um, which, so comparing the two fireworks, basically Portsmouth was just like, send them all up, you know, go crazy. Where Ports or Dover was just kinda of like one at a time. I think I appreciated the one at a time better because you were able to just enjoy the, you know, intricacies and in the the individualness as opposed to just trying to deal with the sensory overload of all of them at the same time.
0: No, oh, get out of here, fire <laughs> Fireworks are just fireworks. They're just there to be loud and shiny. Okay,
1: well, I appreciated enjoying the loud and shininess one at a time. And then for the rest of the weekend, I had to work on Friday, which was, like, weird. Basically, no one was there. And then with, like, the network not working and stuff, it was just like, this is pointless. But anyways, worked on Friday. And then the rest, so then Friday night... And then into Sunday morning was camping in Acadia. Nice. Yep. Um, So Becca and I went hiking on Saturday morning. We did the Beehive Trail, um, if you remember from your memory bank, which I was talking to Mom this weekend, too. We went to Acadia in 2003, which was like a long time ago at this point. Yep. Over 15 years. About 15
0: years. I was a third of my current age.
1: Yeah. Um. So we did. Is that
0: right? Yeah. Wow.
1: We did. We did the beehive, which was a lot shorter than I remembered, and a lot more enjoyable. Uh, I'm not sure uh, what you remember from that experience. Well,
0: and in my in my memory bank, it's a terrifying nightmare escape, So. <laughs>
1: That's fair, and honestly, while we were hiking it, I was like, I can't imagine, I was 10, you would have been 7 or 8, eight and Zach would have been, like, 5, like... Let me tell
0: you, I was literally in tears. <laughs> I
1: know, and, act like, at doing it now at 25, I was like, this is actually a really fun hike, I, like, am enjoying this a lot, but I was like, why did we do this as children, um... So that there's was... a lot
0: of our vacations that are that are like
1: that so that was the fun the fun time after that we um what did we do after that we drove along the coast um so you know the I don't know how much you remember but there's, there's just like classic rocky New England coast coastal <clears throat> maine talked about dancing numbers classic
0: yes um, absolutely was it
1: 62 degrees it wasn't it was like 70 uh, low 70s mid 70s so wow know, that is disappointing i know i was really hoping 60, sorry 61 yeah. degrees um, well if it was 72 degrees it's I think 72 oh,
0: 82 you're right. is
1: the other dancing yeah, right and then 40 um which is like quasi but anyways um so we drove along the coast and then we went to jordan pond and we were going to we were gonna bike. We brought some bikes to do some biking. Except at this point we had, like, walked a ton and we are just like, well, we're just kind of tired of this. So then we just walked around Jordan Pond, which again was, which was, actually ended up being larger than what I remembered. And it was a longer walk, but it was still... I don't
0: remember Jordan Pond at all.
1: Well, so after, after we uh, walked around Jordan I think
0: I Jordan excised Pond, it. I excised it from my...
1: Well, th- speaking of things that you, I know this is memory, this is why Jordan Pond <laughs> is gone. <laughs> we then had popovers, which I I wish I I want to talk to Anthony. I'm about sure it they're much time. better than I remember. Well, okay, let me tell you. So I want to tell I want to talk to Anthony because he would have been even older. He would have been 15, but I'm just like in in my memory. This is how the whole popover fiasco went. Was just like we we had heard about these famous popovers.
0: legendary, and
1: like legendary. None of us had ever heard of a popover before. We we like First in off, classic. Raise your hands what, if
0: you know what a what a popover is.
1: Timeout, Austin. Yeah. Anyone from New England who is listening to this podcast, I guarantee you knows what a popover. <laughs> okay. is.
0: Okay. Non-New England people know what's up. exactly.
1: So so you can't paint with the too broad of a brush. But anyways my memory is we had heard about these and so therefore us as children being extremists latched on to it yes as if because it was we, going to we be... got
0: over our extreme positions <laughs> we <weren't> children
1: <laughs> i like to think that we i think the end of this story i think shows where we might have grown in that extreme mm. positions but maybe um so latched on to it as if this was going to be the greatest experience of our lives. We just spent most of the time chanting that yep, we want absolutely. popovers. And then um, I can still remember us chanting. Anyways, yeah. so then we get the popovers and quickly realize that these are the most disgusting things that we have ever tasted. I, or not realize? have are come, they like come to the French conclusion... Toast? That, that is the worst conclusion. This is the problem. Yeah. This is, this is the problem that I remember.
0: They're very egg forward.
1: Austin, at this time of his life, hated eggs more than anything <laughs> in the world. And I'm just now,
0: thinking about eating quiche in Nancy Kiefer's <laughs> kitchen.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. And now, I will say, it's, I think you would like it nowadays. Oh, no, I would it, definitely eat it now. It's very, It's much more, it's like a croissant, kind of. Yeah. But it is it is kind of eggy and has kind of that that like French toasty ish yeah. um, consistency. But you put butter and jam on it and it's it's very good. But at, in that time, and this is where I think we've grown a little bit. Anything that did not end up in the way that we thought it was going to be, or had imagined it or planned it out in our minds, therefore is now the worst thing that it could ever happen. Absolutely, it was and like so, Gandalf land, man. And so Therefore the popovers Were the worst thing ever And and we hated it for the rest of our lives Mm -hmm. And then 15 years later I finally have a popover again And it was pretty good
0: Speaking of things that we did as children Mm -hmm. I was in I was in Ollie the other day And there's a sign that says Please no running, standing Or sitting on the counters And Uh I'm like you think I'd get in trouble for walking on the counters? Because um, I'm... <laughs> so I was thinking of that time when we were at Roots Auction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about And
0: this. we were dancing on top of the things like we were Mary and Pippin. <laughs> and the auctioneer at the yelled at us. Yeah, it was awful.
1: So good. But, I guess that's not in the Green Dragon. They're just singing Yeah,
0: the, green the The sign says nothing about walking, though. But it's so specific... I feel like you could, if I was, if, if I was 12, no, uh-huh. if I was 10, I definitely would have walked on that, got yelled at, and been like, the sign doesn't say so. <laughs> <laughs> and no one it's would so have true. cared. It's so
1: true.
0: I would have, I would have been you outraged have to the day I die. Yeah. Uh, but no one else would have been, no one else would have cared.
1: So good. So good. Um, I'll I'll wrap it up here so I can hear about your week too. Um, we did, it rained a little bit so we kind of just hung out at our coffee shop for a little bit, drove around, we tried to see the sunset. We saw kind of the sunset, uh, saw some cool fog, um, and then the sun. You know how sometimes like the sun sets, but then it's like cloudy kind of, and so just the sky is just amazingly lit up by the sun. Yep, that was basically what happened, and then. We got up ridiculously early and packed up our tents to drive to the top of Cadillac Mountain to see the sunrise. You're like our neighbors, um, man. Yeah, um, which was also stunning. But then we left and drove for an hour, and I was like, I can't drive anymore. So we just pulled over at a rest stop and slept for like an hour, and then drove the rest of the way home. And then we watched the end of the rest of Stranger Things. All right. Tell us about. We're going overtime, but maybe that's okay. Yeah. uh, Go for it.
0: I so Wednesday. I was not working Friday, or because I wasn't working Friday because it's Friday, and I wasn't working Thursday because it was the fourth of July. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Wednesday, I went up to my parents' house, our parents' house, in fact. No one was was there. Same. (laughs) It was just. I noticed. It was me and Misty, and that was (laughs) it. Um, and then Thursday morning I drove up to Potsdam, uh, went to a, it wasn't really a picnic. It was just like dinner, um, with Amelia and her family to some people from our church, the Mm -hmm. McNamara's. Uh, there were fireworks happening, but we left, didn't see them,
1: uh, so you didn't get to experience the concussive force? No,
0: we watched Stranger Things and then um, Friday. Friday we went to Canada uh, for the irony. We went to a fort. Is that ironic? Yeah, in like the unexpected way. Okay. Um, which is the real sense of irony. Anyway, we, we went to this fort called, I, I'm going to say it's Fort Wilmington, but I'm pretty confident that that's wrong. Okay. Uh, it is right across the St. Lawrence River from a town near us called Ogdensburg. There used to be a fort in Ogdensburg, but when the St. Lawrence River was frozen, they marched across from this fort, burned it down, and left. And then wow. the town of Ogdensburg said... New York, please stop stationing soldiers here. We don't want to ruin our relationship with Canada. So that's just, that's very representative of the North Country's general attitude. Um, we stumbled into a Turkish restaurant in this town called Prescott. It was really great. I had a lamb and some other animal. Okay. I Goat no beef beef probably shish kebab it was a little spicy um Amelia had something called a pide which was really great what is that? I sent you those pictures of those Georgian boat bread boats right?
1: I don't remember
0: well it was like those so it's like it's like a long trough of bread the inside is cheese this one had spinach in it as well. Uh, and the dough was a little different. So it was, uh, it was a much more flaky, uh, lighter dough, kind of like you would have okay. in a baklava, but without, okay. without the honey and stuff. Uh, okay. So that was delicious. We were the only people in this restaurant. Nice. Um, granted, it was like 2 p.m. on a, fr- like a Friday that most Canadians would be working. Um, <laughs> but it was great. Um, then we went to a used book sale in Broxville. Broxville is much fancier than I thought it was going to be. Um, that's also in Canada. Then we came back, watched more Stranger Things. Uh, Saturday we went to a nature reserve. The one there you catch birds on your hands. Uh, nice. Though I guess it's not a thing in the summer. Uh, so that's kind of sad. Dear. We just hiked, so that was still nice. Um came back, watched It's not Homecoming. It's far from home. Spider Man.
1: Wow, awesome, we've like had the same I also watched Spider Man homecoming on Monday.
0: You didn't even bring it up.
1: Well, I that's because I had spent so much other time talking Man, about other stuff. I...
0: we could maybe talk about Spider Man later, but
1: Yeah, let's let's talk about it later. I
0: <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like Mysterio is like evil me. I dig it. Um, but uh, then we went to dinner um, at a place where there was also fireworks about to happen. We had a reservation mm-hmm. there and didn't realize there was going to be fireworks imminently. But we left before the fireworks happened, wow. finished Stranger Things.
1: Did you not see any I saw fireworks, no fireworks because you- fireworks are boring. Wow. Wow. Um,
0: And I had more important things to do. Okay. Um, But fireworks are boring. Uh, Which is why people tell me, you've never seen good fireworks. It's like, you never had my mom's rhubarb pie.
1: Although that's true for our mom's whoopie pies, though.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, that is actually true. Yeah. (laughs) I will fight to the death over that one. (laughs) Um... (coughs) (laughs) And then Sunday I went to church and then drove back to my parents. They were actually there when I showed up. Uh, That's good. And then I left at 4 in the morning to go to work.
1: Nice.
0: Nice. I I should sleep more. We're recording this so late. I was like, maybe I can actually get to sleep today. No.
1: (laughs) No. I'm right there with you, man. It's okay, though.
0: I was baking more bread yesterday. I started it, and I'm like, I'm going to regret this because at 11 o'clock I'm going to be like, ugh. I'm tired. This bread just needs to be over. It was true, but it was, it's, I mean, it's still good. Anyway, those are the things that I did this week.
1: Nice. We did it.
0: Yeah. I drove a lot. I need an oil change now. Nice. Um, so, what do you think about Stranger Things?
1: Um, let's see. I thought it was... I thought it was good. I think I like it better than season two, but not as good as season one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I agree with that. It, it, it's been a while since I've seen season one, so I, I don't. I think in some ways season one is probably romanticized in my memory. But I think that that's kind of okay in some ways because it was like before you really. It was. Everything was new and fresh. Um. Do you, do you have any direction you want to go or should I just keep going of why I think this was why it was better?
0: Um I don't I don't have an angle. We could get there. Okay, me then. I could We'll figure it out. I I could very easily just rant about things if that's if that's what we want. Um, I mean,
1: let's just kind of go with it. It'll probably end up going that way because we're both tired. Yeah. Um but I think it's okay. So I so, I
0: agree with that assessment. It uh uh-huh. It was almost I felt like they wanted it to be what I wanted it to be in some ways, but also felt like they had to keep escalating things. Um, and so right. It, as a reminder, what I wanted this season to be was a season of no monsters. Say it, Adrian.
1: There's going to be spoilers.
0: Oh, yeah. Look out for that. The train is coming. Yeah. Uh, you hear it close at hand.
1: You just wanted it to be no monsters, I
0: wanted it to be no monsters because I think that would be that would be a much more interesting season like right what does Joyce do when her raging paranoia doesn't lead to like the right answers right
1: and like it, it they so wanted it to, yeah. to be like that yeah they I so know. wanted they so wanted uh Joyce to just kind of like be forced to live and move on yeah. but then they didn't
0: yeah. Like Hopper is a—he is not a good dad. So no. I—I want to see like he was a deadbeat drunk before season one. So I what I want to see is what does Hopper do when there's no monsters, and he like kind of regresses to being a deadbeat drunk. Um, and I'm I'm interested in that. I want to see that. I want to see him uh have to deal with just regular things. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've loved. When Will is just sitting there wanting to play Dungeons and Dragons and knowing that cares. was the best
1: scene. That I... was the best scene. Because the kids did that did happen to the kids, right? Yep. For like the first four episodes. Right, right. Basically it was the kids live like living and moving on yep. and them talking about relationships and Will being upset with his friends because they're always, like, dating and they don't play Dungeons & Dragons anymore. Yep. That scene was, was so good. Will was, like, my second favorite character in this, episode, in this season, he, which is, like, bonkers. He was just bonkers.
0: through the first half of it, and then he was just like, I feel him coming. I'm like, come on, Will. Do you not see the lights? Like, yeah, everyone yeah, can tell fair. that the mind player is near.
1: Right. Um, but, yeah, I... I did like that. I I see what you're saying about Will or about Hopper and Joyce. Um
0: And Steve, now like I really like that Steve is like Steve is like reformed, but he's still dealing with oh. Mhm. Now like now what do I do? I still right. did terrible things. I like I was still a jerk. And now I have like no future? Mhm.
1: Mhm. Right. And then yeah, Jonathan
0: Jonathan and Nancy did nothing this season.
1: That's not true. Okay. Nancy, like, I, don't, I think Jonathan did nothing. Yep. Nancy did less nothing. Jonathan was just kind of like, hey, we have this job and I want to keep it. And yeah. then Nancy was like, I don't care. Something's happening. And then that was about it.
0: Did you know the guy who plays Jonathan is a coke addict?
1: No, but that doesn't surprise me. So
0: apparently, they were worried they had to write him out of the show because he might not be like released from prison or like extradition, whichever. So maybe that is why he did nothing because they wow. didn't. Know, they didn't know if he was going to be around. These Amelia told me this. Um, I don't. I don't have uh, any other confirmation for that
1: that's uh that's interesting,
0: but he did, but he did like nothing, so no, that kind of checks out,
1: yeah, I thought Max was great in this season, yeah. um mm-hmm. she was a great character i I think that's the reason why it was better this season was better than than season two is that the characters were there, they were able to grow more, at least the kids mm-hmm. in the first four episodes or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they did intro- and and they didn't over introduce characters. Yeah. They introduced um, Robin and she was a great character yep. to help Steve continue to grow, yep. but also like work with others. And what they the other thing the other brilliant thing they did is that like they made Erica a bigger role because she <laughs> was also awesome. But, like, she was already introduced, and so, yep. like, it wasn't weird to have her be there more, yep. you know? Yep, yep. Um, did you know
0: that the person who plays... Shoot, Robin is... Robin is... Ethan Hawks. His name's daughter. Yeah, and Uma Thurman. Yeah. Oh, my God. I really wanted... You remember when they were high? I yeah. I really wanted them to dance, like, Uma Thurman and what's his name from
1: Greece do in pulp yep. fiction? I think. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. You know what my biggest the thing that I was the most upset about? Tell me. This isn't this isn't I mean this is kind of serious but it's not as serious as maybe what you're thinking. That nobody called that big Russian man that Hopper kept fighting. The Terminator. Yeah. Nobody called him the Terminator. Like, w- what a missed opportunity! The Terminator came out in 1984, which was the year before this this yep. set, like season took place, and he literally looked looked and acted just like the Terminator, and nobody did it. Tell me nobody about it. Nobody called him the Terminator once. What? My
0: my my first least favorite thing mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: was when it turned into, Twice, it turned into a, a Coke advertisement, and that made me want to puke. I I hated that so much. They find that 7-Eleven, and all uh, of a sudden they are just glamorously drinking, drinking this Coke, Coke like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. We stop like the the pen climatic thing for Lucas mm. to be like, it's new Coke. Try it. The same flavor with less calories like get out of here lucas
1: (laughs) i thought it was kind of
0: funny no 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 no. no. wrong (laughs) just because all the other characters are like lucas are you serious right now that does not that doesn't give you a pass to just put a coke commercial right in the middle of my stranger things
1: okay well it was your only commercial so of eight hours of guess who
0: already borrows someone else's netflix account this guy same here we're already paying for Thanks, it. Thanks, Marilyn. <laughs> Thanks. Now, Mom and Dad. Um, I don't need Coke advertise. I don't need product integration. Get out of here.
1: Anyway. Okay. So, I, I do want to think... So, you were upset that Joyce still had to be... Was trapped in her... What do I do when things are crazy yeah. mode?
0: Right. I was, ju- I was disappointed that that the monsters exist because I I want this to me. The problem has a show. uh, The show has a problem with needing to constantly escalate uh, because Mm -hmm. that's what we expect um, from the show. My, my really, my, my biggest problem is that the Russians are involved at all.
1: Yeah. That was the the biggest thing that made no sense to me throughout the entire movie was like because it seemed like there should be a connection there but the only connection was that they had opened up the the upside down again which allowed which again none of this made any sense no like like if the like i guess maybe it does make sense and the other reason that the mind flare could like reassemble with its like part that was still there was because the the mind was able to connect to the body or whatever they kept saying there was a lot of continuity that I was like, I don't really know what's happening here, but I guess we're just gonna assume that it's right, and all these kids know exactly what they're talking about about this world interdimensional thing that, was that a really, they've known. for That was a, few a really years. cool
0: illustration, though. I'll be honest. Which one? When Will was like, "Here's, I'm charcoal, charcoal drawing for some reason,"
1: yeah, he yeah sweeps
0: yeah. it off, bam, hamprint on the other side. I was like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I have, I have more problem with the Russians. It did not make sense um, plot-wise, but I think thematically it also detracts from the story because mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of what... I think Stranger Things is a lot about fear. And so okay. the reason The Upside Down is opened in the first place is because the Russian government... No, the American government is scared of the USSR. Um, so they take these children with powers and Mm -hmm. abuse them to try to use them as weapons against Russia. Like, Eleven is a listening device, basically, Mm -hmm. um, that the U.S. government created to spy on the Soviets. Um, And in doing so, that fear unleashes something, unleashes a monster that they're not ready for. Mm -hmm. um, The Demogorgon. Like, the yeah, the American fear brings this monster into the world, mm-hmm. and so I think, I think it detracts from the the really internal uh, focus of that, by because it's not like we're creating our own problems; our own fear is leading to our own problems. Now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we have this external force, li- like literally the most cliche villains you can have right? they are now what is driving this conflict and I, I think that, that weakens it because then it's like it's easier to say oh it's just the Russians and the Russians are bad instead of saying like we cause like we are the cause of the of these problems that we're facing
1: Mm-hmm. and like they could have done more of that right because like the Billy side of things is also kind of like that, right? Like, they, they have that whole part where, like, Eleven goes back and is able to, like, see all of these memories and understand, like, why Billy is the way that he is yeah. and what has caused that. And so, like, in some ways, that does still keep going with that theme of, like, not that he necessarily... Ca- like, I don't... I'm not trying to blame Billy for what happened to him, but, like he he is the way that he is because these things has happened to him mm-hmm. and like that is what basically has led to this happening and so that's kind of along that same idea it's slightly different and maybe but like what are the things in his life that that drew him here and then what are the repercussions of those
0: right right cuz I, I think what i really think the show should be about and is kind of about is how the like the trauma that we inflict or the trauma that we suffer unleashes things that we we can't control or mm-hmm. really destructive things and so I think that that plate that could be really drawn out well with Billy because Billy's kind of a monster and right. then he's lit like he's literally a monster then right um, and it's it's facing his own trauma and his own past and fears which allows him to overcome uh and not you know not actually overcome the mind flare but he's right. able to reject the mind flare um by coming to terms with himself right and so yeah that i i i, I think we should go f- more internal um mm-hmm. with stranger things i i don't like how they keep ratcheting up the scale um, right. I think the Demogorgon is the perfect scale enemy for this show uh, because it's it's something like you seem it seems like you should be able to beat it, um, but it's it's like the Terminator, like right. you. It feels like you should be able to, but nothing that you can does. Right. Um, whereas right. the Mind Flayer is like the whole world's going to be destroyed. I don't want the show to be the scope of the whole world. Because right. every single superhero movie is already that. Right. I, I want this, yeah, I want this to be like, I want everything to be character studies, honestly. But I, I think this lends it really well to it, to telling a smaller
1: story. Uh, because they're kids. Um, right. And I think it's more, and if, if what you're trying to tell is that point about, like, the things in your life affect... The things in your life, yeah. right? It's not like, it, it's not to the same extent, right? It it is the Demogorgon size things. It's not the mm-hmm. world destruction size things, and so like, yeah, it's not as relatable, I guess. You lose that personal feel, yeah, yeah. When you're like, we need to take on the world slash fight the Russians, like, yep. Yeah, I I read an article. Or I saw an article heading headline before the season came out. It was like whoever the actor that plays Hopper was like, I think there there's he's concerned that they may have jumped the shark with this season. And then after seeing it and all this stuff with the Russians, I'm like, I can see that. No, like I absolutely. Literally, agree. it was just children going in like infiltrating this Russian like place that was just like this is ridiculous. Right, and I I think you
0: could do, I think you could do something. Really fun, not fun, but interesting. With Joyce and Hopper, they are completely mm-hmm. off the rails this season. Right. Um, like Hopper cuts, like threatens to cut off the mayor's finger.
1: He kills many people.
0: He kills a lot of people. Eleven also kills a lot of people. These.
1: Well, but that's that's not new for Eleven. No,
0: right, right. But they they all these they are very troubled people, and mm-hmm. so I I want the. I want the show, and I want the monsters, the monsters as like the greatest symbol of the show. I want them to be reflections of the problems that they have. Like, and so for Joyce, I think the greatest monster for Joyce is no monsters, right? Um, because she doesn't know how to. And Hopper, like their their life, their normal life is the scariest thing to them. Mm-hmm. S- so, like for what for Hopper, when there are like dramatic things it justifies his dramatic actions like he always blows things out of proportions there's no reason like, for him to be threatening to cut this mayor's threatening to hand kill
1: or threatening to kill Will yeah, right
0: right Hop, Hopper or, Hopper or not, resorts not to Will, violence Mike. basically all the time right and so if there are monsters if there are evil Russians about he's justified in that and so I like, let's take that away and see what what does Hopper do when there are no monsters.
1: Which like the first few episodes, that was right, true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I loved, He does not respond well. I
0: loved him getting st- stood up. Th- so that 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 scene, if Joyce uh-huh. if Joyce is wrong about the whole magnets thing, that is right. that is the perfect thing that I want from this season. I want Hopper to be like trying to do something with his life. Joyce is so caught up in her paranoia about mm-hmm. Will and monsters and the Stranger Things that she is just poof, locked into that so she she can't see anything else. Hopper has no idea what to do. He's just angry and drunk alone at this but table. But he
1: was trying. Like, I guess that that's the part that I, like... Right, so... He is trying.
0: Right, so what is... Does hopper succeed like do, to have have the things that he's gone through has being a dad to 11 has that changed him in a way that he doesn't become the person he was before the first season of stranger things
1: and it, i don't i don't think so right I, yeah
0: it seems like no
1: in the way in the way that this season ends i think hopper would have done the exact same thing at the beginning of the first season yeah
0: yeah i agree but I like I want to see that. Season. Like, I want to see him grapple with
1: that. Right. Because he doesn't really he 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 does care a lot about Eleven, and you do see that. But you don't see that until after he dies, right? Yep. Like you don't you don't and you don't see him struggling with that in that last scene. Yeah. Thinking about Eleven. Yep. He's at no point do you think, wow, Hopper is thinking about Eleven in this moment? If anything, you think he's thinking about Joyce. And you think that Joyce is thinking about him. But, like, he's not thinking about Eleven, which is just kind of sad in in a lot of ways. I know maybe he is thinking about Eleven, but, like, I feel like that's where Hopper has grown. And we do see parts of that in Mm -hmm. this season, but it doesn't, I don't think it shows itself in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So... Yeah, again, he's just the I think, guy that goes in guns blazing, right. And is willing to die and for the sake of he. The show, the, better, better the show, people. like
0: constantly proves him right in doing things that aren't good, right? The like the same for Joyce. Um, so I, yeah, I think the scale keeps hurting what I think the show should be trying to say. So maybe that's just me being biased because like
1: i think that's part of it but i don't think that you're necessarily i think you can have an opinion
0: i was going to regardless so okay good um because season two i think makes it so that it's like it's just a story about 11 then and not because she's the only person who can do anything right um and now it's a story about like people versus the russians so, it, yeah, like I want Stranger Things to be really intimate about the fears and struggles of the people in this town, and monsters just happen to be like incidental to those problems, mm-hmm. or they mm-hmm. they they push conflict. They they draw out um, the depths of these characters. But
1: right, it's a it's a it's a way of. Visualizing and yeah. and materializing what that what those interpersonal things are.
0: Yeah. So to me the the introduction of the Russians lets them push all these external things and externalize that upon the Russians. Um,
1: and, and, and in a way, and, I think well, detracts. it tracks. Yeah. It take it takes away. That's that's really interesting to think about. It takes away from all the things that. So like the first, I'm gonna say the first four episodes i don't know how how exactly it splits but it's about the first four episodes right the first four episodes we have these these things growing right and like imagine if the mon so to your point imagine the monster didn't exist we have um joyce imagine or 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 imagine i don't know anyway i'll just go with what i'm saying we have joyce freaking out about magnets yep Classic Joyce form, but there's no monster. Yep, we have we have Hopper trying to move on, um, but he can't really, and he's failing, and he doesn't really know how to manage his feelings about Mike and Eleven. Yep, we have basically Lucas and Max are just. Cool. They're yeah fine. yeah we have which was awesome i thought at least we have 11 and mike who are don't understand boundaries maybe well we no have... 11 just
0: still doesn't just understand the world
1: okay yeah and then we have will who is frustrated about his friends not caring about him because they all have girlfriends. No right? Friends, right, and he doesn't care about that, and he just wants to be best friends forever yeah. and just hang out and play Dungeons and Dragons. Like the last, we have
0: the last two seasons. Will has been isolated and alone, and he still is. Right. It's just in, a, it's in things, a completely different way. Like, right. Things should be normal for Will, but he's still. It's like he's still gone.
1: Right, and then you have, you have um. What's his name? Hair? Steve. Steve doesn't go to college. Has no clue what he's doing with his life. He was cool, and now he's scooping ice cream. We have Nancy and Jonathan, who also don't really know what they're doing with their lives, but, like, kind of do. Like, and Nancy's ambitious, but it keeps getting shot down. Mm -hmm. And so, like, all of these... Jonathan is just stagnant, I feel like, which is kind of Jonathan's thing, always, maybe. But, like, so there's all these conflicts. All these people, they're all having, like, these somewhat Billy and Mrs. Wheeler? Yeah. Honestly, I would
0: love to see a Mrs. Wheeler-Billy subplot. I would hate it, and it would be awful, but I think it would be such an interesting part of the show.
1: Right. And so you have all of these somewhat normal real life things that are happening to all these people and then and so they're having to deal with them and like none of them are really dealing with it well but they're still trying to like grow Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden episode four happens they realize this monster is happening slash russians are here and then everything just gets dropped yep none of these things are like almost none of these things are thought about ever again after the introduction of the introduction of the monster, and so unlike the first season, where the monster like represents all of these things that are happening yep. in the first half of the season, right? Perhaps the season, right? It, it's now it's now taking away from those things yep. and not enhancing that, forcing them to get even like to actually only Billy,
0: <laughs> only yeah.
1: really Billy. Yep. Is is forced to is the monster is only representing Billy's problems and he's the only one who actually has to face that and then he does he comes to terms with it like gets rid of it and then saves Eleven in his final has his right? Jesus like, death right and so like that's literally and then they get to the end of it and where are we at Hopper is dead he doesn't come to terms with any yep like. He he writes that nice letter to Eleven and everybody's crying, but like, it's he hasn't really come to terms with moving on and like actually care like trying to master those emotions not just on paper but just Mm -hmm. in actions and and the the buyers leave like like the only solution that. Joyce has to dealing with her craziness about monsters is to physically leave, yep. which again, conti- like, even further separates Will from his friends, yep. which, which <laughs> further digs into that trench. Jonathan is now gone away from Nancy, who is the only thing pulling him out of just complacency. Mm-hmm. And, like, nothing, like... And, and 11 and Mike are separated now and so they can't like actually grow and become normal functioning humans yeah and
0: 11 and uh max
1: right exactly max 11 that, that was so good yeah. like 11 finally has a friend yeah that's not a like normal these crazy a normal kids. friend yeah right and so and now she's separated from it and so it's like all of these, wh- who was teaching her about the world, right? Which was what her problem. She doesn't know anything about the yep. world. And so, like, all of these problems are still here and nothing was, nothing was resolved, which I guess is maybe okay. But, like, if you have so many of these great problems that you introduced and then nobody deals with them. Yep. And then it's like, well we killed the shadow monster for this season.
0: Yeah. Like maybe season four will be great, but I have, I have not a lot of faith in that.
1: Yeah. Um, but But, yeah, like I think
0: I want to see a scene where they're like, I wish there was a monster because then everything would be
1: simpler then. Or use, or use it as a way of explaining how they're feeling. Like, this is how I feel. Remember when we had to do this, this, and this, and it was like, oh, okay, this isn't here to distract me. I actually have to face the facts.
0: Yeah. So, I think we... I would scale everything down if I was in charge Mm -hmm. of Stranger Things.
1: I I do think there are things that I thought were good about it, though. Because I I do think... Like, the first four episodes I I thought were really good. I thought they were great. I, I thought the just because they they really were able to dig into the characters and they did it in a really good way um they didn't overflow it with new characters and the new characters were able to help the character development of old characters mm-hmm. um i thought that was all really good even even this like i felt like billy and max just didn't really fit in yep. the last season in season two and this season, they were like the shining pillars of of like characters. Yeah, which I guess it was kind of like Steve in the last season, maybe. Um, I don't
0: know. Steve had an arc in season one.
1: That's true. That's true. So, so yeah, I think that was good. I I do think I I do like that they that Billy and Hopper, to an extent, both died to save people. I think. I appreciated that they weren't going to shy away from that and also that they were able to do like actually stand up for something because that was like the whole second half of the the season I was cheering for Billy's redemption like who would have thought that going into season three my hope for the end of the show would be that Billy would be redeemed and Billy would be saved I would have never thought that, but that's what I found myself hoping for. But yeah, which I think think was good. to So be honest. R- was a right, good
0: twist. right. I think, I think the season is so much better if you drop the Russians, because then I it think, yeah. it lets us focus on the internalness to Hawkins. Because I think the mind flayer mm-hmm. is, is, is an interesting metaphor in showing that like there's fear and darkness. In everyone, and that can mm-hmm. create like uncontrollable monsters that destroy things and like like ruin people's lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, if right now and and how it worked out, that is something being pushed by the Russians. And so it's oh, it's all the Russians' fault. But it's like right. those things are already in Hawking's. Those things are right. already in us. But there's also like so like Tolkien says he doesn't believe there's good and evil or evil and good but he believes there's a little bit of good and bad people and a little bit of bad and good people so I think as a metaphor the mind flayer can can draw out the the bad and good people and the good and bad people um like it does Mm -hmm. for Billy and so I I want to see that I want Stranger Things to be more inward-looking because we all have fears. We all have, like, dark potential inside of us. And that's, to me, that's what the monsters are reflective of. Mm-hmm. And so, otherizing that, I think, just completely undermines, I think, the point of the show. So... I. I love the the first half or whatever of this season. I think it really does itself a disservice by having the Russians. Um,
1: the problem is is that they're they're too wide at yeah, this point. Right. You have to have the Russians because you have to have half the characters doing something. You know. Right. Uh,
0: but I, I, like, I I think it would have been really interesting to to hold off on it being really clear that everyone is mind flayed and then you it's just it's about paranoia then it's like who do you trust mm-hmm. like can we can we excise this from anyone like what do we do when people are flayed because they just right. melt into a puddle and are dead then um i yeah i i would have changed things but i'm not in charge that's
1: not surprising <laughs>
0: But even even if you're like, okay, there has to be monsters, I think that you could have done it um in a better way.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. I think if you remove the the Russian line and still had the monster with Billy, I think even that's a little that's better. Yeah.
0: We don't get Alexi that way, but I I think thematic consistency, I will sacrifice Alexi a thousand mm-hmm. times for thematic consistency.
1: Sorry. Do you Alexi. think Hopper? Do you think Hopper's still alive? Yes. How would he have survived, though? Do you think he's captured with the Russians, or do you think he went into the upside down? Uh, I haven't read anything about both. people thinking he went into the upside down. Really? I think that's the most likely option.
0: I have read nothing, but it, clearly he's not dead. We didn't see a body, so. We're playing by...
1: People think he's the Russians from the post... He's with he's the, the Russians post-credit.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have, but
1: how would they have gotten out? Did you not see, right. like, all of the my, SWAT?
0: My guess there is that it's Dr. Brenner, um, the evil scientist that they said mm-hmm. is alive in in Season 2. Uh, so, that's my guess. I would also guess think, Hopper is still alive. Uh,
1: I think he's in the Upside Down. Yeah. I think he went through before it exploded. But anyway... uh, I think that also detracts from it, but... Oh, oh yeah, I
0: agree. Um, But, like, I I was frustrated that Hopper did die because I think Hopper is finally at a place where he should be changing. And so, like, Hopper was kind of terrible this season. And so I don't think his crowning moment should be at this season I want to see him change more
1: I think that's fair I I do think I mean I think that it is okay I think it's okay for Hopper to die in this way I do agree I think that it he does have lots more growing to do but I I am okay with him being the here dying the hero yeah, to some extent.
0: I don't know. I don't think he's dead anyway. So,
1: right. right. Boot. Yeah.
0: Um, do you have any recommendations for us this week?
1: Recommendations for this week. Um, I had something and then I lost it. You go first, and I'll try to remember what I was going to say. Well,
0: I think we implicitly endorse Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, for all my, my hating on Stranger Things, it's pretty good.
1: I think, I think, and you can feel free to disagree with me, sure. I think that almost everything that you enjoy, you're going to have critiques for. Like, just because you like something does not mean that you're ever not going to be a harsh critic of it. Yep. Um, and so I don't want anybody to think just because you are a harsh critic of something doesn't mean that you don't like it. Whoa. And I think also, too, the fact that you... Want it to be something greater, also shows that you care about it, right? Right. If it's not something you care about, you're gonna say this is what it is, and I don't really care. Right. But the fact that you're calling calling it to something better, mean to me, means that you actually enjoy it and and see the potential in it and just want it to to seize that more.
0: Yeah, I think Stranger Things could be a really powerful thing if it if it makes the right choices and i'm worried it's making the wrong choices Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but i have many things to recommend so buckle up uh spider-man into the (laughs) spider-verse i recommended (laughs) that a while ago but i meant far from home as i alluded to earlier i felt that jake gyllenhaal's character mysterio was evil me he is an optics guy who is worried he he says like no one believes anything, so that they believe anything. He, that, he, that line was the best of the he, entire film. He is kind of the embodiment of my We Are All Wizards um, mm-hmm. crit- like criticism of our, our current view of truth. Um, so Mysterio was easily my favorite part. Um, okay, well, okay, Peter Parker. Tom Holland is the charmingest Peter Parker who has ever lived. Zendaya as MJ. Is just like perfectly awkward. Everything that they it's did together so was golden. Um,
1: it's
0: so good. So, yeah, Jake Hole is my favorite part, but MJ and Spider-Man are are pretty awesome. But sure. I, I am so excited for the next Spider-Man. I usually am not excited for these things, but we are in. Mm-hmm. We are just we are perfectly set up to be peak Spider-Man right now. Peter Park. Massive spoilers coming. By the way, look out for them. Peter Parker's secret identity has just been revealed. Um, we are swinging through Manhattan. Spider-Man and MJ are together, and G.K. Simmons as J. Joman Jameson is back so good. and better than so ever. Good. I, this is we we are just at like peak Spider-Man right now. So mm-hmm. keep it coming. Um, second thing, I just read this book called Love by wait, Hannah. Wait, can I make yeah, can make a comment yeah, about Spider-Man, things.
1: or is it too late? Um, what was I gonna say? I think my only problem—we don't have time for this. My only problem with Spider-Man is that it—it it just was. I could have told you how this entire movie was gonna go, like. But it before, doesn't matter. It was—it
0: was so charming.
1: I mean, yes, you—that you, part is enjoyable, but like, nothing is new. It's just Spider-Man with a with an Iron Man villain. Is literally. The only thing that happened.
0: Yep, that's it. Was a lot. He, I do like that he, everyone is still dealing with like how much of a jerk Tony Stark was. That yeah, that is really the driving force for all of Spider-Man's story. But anyway,
1: and all of Iron Man's. Oh villains. yeah, all, of Iron, I, all villains, of Iron Man's. All of Iron Man's villains are, villains. are scor- They're just scorned. That's true. Even Spider-Man's yeah, villains. Yeah, both of them and are scorned, just scorned by Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Anyways. Yeah. Um, it's it just that part I just was a little frustrated, but I do think moving forward I agree with you. I think it is setting it up well.
0: Uh, this book, Love, by ha- Hanna Orstavik. She is Norwegian. Um, I Amelia and I have been trading books, and she said I could pick whatever I want, and I said, Well, look out, it's going to be sad in Norwegian, um, and it, it's sad in a really sad way, um, and I think. The way that she talks about um, the cold and just the, the ever-presentness of the cold really um, emphasizes the loneliness and isolation of the characters. It's very sad, but it's short. It's only like a hundred pages, so you could you could knock it out in no time. The language is really stark and it readable. People looking for book recommendations, this is a pretty good one. Uh, third thing, and final probably, I, and it pains me to say this, but Revisionist History, a podcast from Malcolm Gladwell, I wish mm-hmm. it wasn't as good as it was, but <laughs> it's it's really good. Malcolm Gladwell, as longtime listeners will know, is one of my two nemeses, um, uh-huh. and they are my nemeses, he and Michael Lewis, because they're so good, and I wish they would do other things. It, this, is, this is like Stranger Things. This is I like want, Stranger right, Things. Right. <laughs> I, Malcolm Gladwell and Michael Lewis are like so. they are two of the just most brilliant writers alive right now, um, and just like everything they do is awesome. Uh, so I want them to be doing better things. Uh, but revisionist revisionist history is great. I binged like two and a half seasons of it uh, mm-hmm. this past week because uh, I was driving a lot. Um, all of it's great. Um, I could talk about it forever, but we i need to stop talking about things it's it's good but join me in wishing malcolm lewis would no (laughs) malcolm lewis i kind of like that um would be doing what i think are better things with their time though they they do they do good things as much as it pains me to admit
1: yeah fair do you
0: remember what you were recommending
1: Well, I think Spider-Man was going to be what i recommend. But I thought of more recommendations. Or at least another recommendation. So I do recommend Stranger Things as well. Um, But I think my actual recommendation is to get out in the woods and hike. Um, Turn off your phones slash go somewhere where they don't have cell service like Acadia National Park. Or my house. Or Austin's house. And then just go go out and um, do some hiking. I just I think just being in nature is something that we don't um, value as much anymore yeah. as a society and culture, and I think that um, we would be a lot better off um, if we spent some some time outside mm-hmm. It doesn't even you don't even have to go to a national park, I don't think Just leave your phone you know at your house and just walk down the street yeah I think the pro I think it's a twofold problem we spend too much time on our phones and we don't spend enough time in nature I think I, th- I think we would do better if just if even just doing one of those things you're gonna do better if you do two of those things boom killer so that's my recommendation especially during stressful times let me tell you this past week or so has been stressful at work and the fact that I could spend the entire weekend not thinking about work and not getting any calls or texts about it, and just walking in nature. Pretty grand. Yeah. So.
0: By the way, I was also thinking, I was talking to Dad and Anthony about whether Malcolm Gladwell is a famous Mennonite or not. Um, Okay. It it depends on who you ask. He is on the Wikipedia page of Mennonites. um, Okay. In the group that's like, we're not really sure. uh, Because he grew up in a Mennonite church. He currently identifies as a Christian. Uh, but his mom is Jamaican and his dad is English, um, neither of whom are like heritage Mennonites. So it's right. it's an interesting it's an it's an interesting argument. He's not a lock, but it depends it depends on how you look at things. But anyway, thanks for joining us this week.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Have a great next week, and we'll see you then.
1: Yeah, we'll see you next week.